0: All right. More than a day late and a couple of dollars short. The Clusterfuck Nation Zeitcast. I'm getting around to on Sunday. Well, it'll be time for another tomorrow. Radio Zeitgeist Global Broadcasting Network. Put a hashtag in front of that. Tom Friedley, James Kunzler. Posted Friday. Uh, good news is, uh, in theory, monetizing Spotify through Anchor. We get the bank information in there. All right. It never ends until it does. Jim's Genius on Friday. My finally get around to again. Go to Jim's Patreon and mine as well. Clusterfuck Nation, Clusterfuck Nation's Outcast, Jim's Genius on Friday. Biden, Breaking Bad. Jim begun Friday morning. Time, the saying goes, is nature's way of making sure that everything doesn't happen at once. So now maybe we're at the event horizon where nature is suspended because everything seems to be happening at once. The weeks ahead will determine whether we are a coherent society that can function on the basis of a firm consensual reality or just a convocation of battling narratives designed to conceal anything that quacks like truth, all veering towards failure. Jim goes on, up this afternoon, again this was this last Friday, for instance, The results of the maricopa arizona election audit the new york times has declared a preliminary draft of the audits quote a cap gun ending to an inquiry whose backers hinted would turn up a cannonade of fraud their conclusion joe biden won the 2020 election fair and square that would be momentous if it were true but is it or is it just the juke of a player that typically runs zigzags through the facts. The Times certainly has an interest in, shall we say, getting ahead of the story in its never-ending quest to control the narrative as opposed to delivering actual news fit to print. I'm standing by to sort out the jokers from the face cards, Jim writes. Continuing, Otherwise, it's been a less-than-stellar month for the putative winner of that 2020 contest, the media figment known as Joe Biden. His open border policy flipped savagely on him as a nine month influx of Central and South Americans and opportunists from even more distant lands turned into the bad optics of some fifteen thousand Haitians, most up from living in Chile, Colombia, and other non Haitian places, flooded the zone at Del Rio, Texas. Predictably their Insta town under the Border Bridge turned septic when the few Portajons dropped off their boiled over, instant Haiti and the appalling situation could no longer be hidden from the news media. Federal border agents next tried policing the scene on horseback, arguably a daintier approach than driving SUVs through the mob, and the news media instantly parlayed the scene of horsemen using their reins to control their mounts into a narrative of slaves getting whipped in the cotton fields. In other words, another chapter in the Testament of Systemic Racism, Even the notorious race hustler Al Sharpton drifted down to Del Rio to sprinkle a little gasoline on a potential fire. But his audience heckled him into submission and the operation fizzled. Tom adds, maybe hope for us yet. Continuing, meanwhile, Joe Biden cranked up a cosmetic airlift, sending a few Haitians back to Haiti, which they had fled from years ago to live in South America. At the same time, shuttling another cohort of Haitians over to Houston. In other cities around the USA, as if nobody will ever catch on to the shell game being played. Any way you cut it, the fiasco on the U.S.-Mexican border had turned into a big loss for the big guy since the economic alarm bells ringing across the country tell you the last thing we need is more illegal immigrants to compete with the actual citizens for a declining number of low-paying jobs. The big guy also had a bad week on the family grift front as the story broke first on Politico and then elsewhere, like a brush fire, that the trove of incriminating memoranda on Hunter Biden's laptop was for real and that the concerted effort to hide all that muck from the voters during last year's election campaign was a completely dishonest operation. Imagine that, adds Tom. Uh, add up all the memos and emails on Hunter's hard drive, and you have a pretty clear digital trail of a major racketeering operation that can no longer be denied. So, will Merrick Garland's Department of Justice keep ignoring it? The Attorney General was probably forced to approve John Durham's recent indictment of Hillary Clinton's errand boy, lawyer Michael Sussman, from the D.C. Lawfare Central outfit called Perkins Coy. I say forced, Jim writes, because it was an open and shut case, and denial by Mr. Garland would have been seen as just another Russiagate ploy by an agency hopelessly tainted by years of official criminal misconduct. And let's assume that Mr. A.G. Garland does not want to be dragged into that mess, especially as Mr. Durham is unraveling it. And the special counsel signal that he's doing just that by implicating a will of culpable pup public figures in a 27-page indictment for Mr. Sussman's simple crime of lying to the FBI, which could have been accomplished in two concise paragraphs. That is, expect the Sussman indictment to not be the end of a matter that could be tending toward a massive RICO, that's racketeering, massive RICO indictment against the entire DNC wax museum of liars and seditionists. Jim continues, and I read, coincidentally, and on rather a separate track, We have China's latest export to the advanced economies of the world. The meltdown of its bond market as signified in the wreck of super-gigantic real estate conglomerate Evergrande. Behold the broken daisy chain of obligations stretching to the furthest reaches of global finance and the deleterious effects of that on capital markets everywhere to follow. The central banks are pulling out the last stops now to prevent a general meltdown of hallucinated wealth around the world. you can probably measure the success of that last-ditch effort in days as we enter the cursed month of october when the skeletons dance on the graves of lost fortunes the stage managers behind joe biden look forward to that as they would to so many stakes driven through their degenerate hearts speaking of hearts there is the current heart of the matter the covid 19 engineered bioweapon being used internationally to suppress formerly free citizens of formerly democratic republics. It becomes more obvious each day that everything connected to this extravaganza is other than it appears to be. Chiefly, the vaccine is not a vaccine, and it will probably end up killing more people than the COVID-19 disease and its variants. A lot of those deaths will be caused in the months ahead, by damage to people's hearts and other organs from spiked proteins generated via mRNA shots. The reported official numbers are all lies of one kind or another, issued by agencies primarily concerned not with public health, but with covering asses at the highest level, so do not trust them. If you haven't had a VAC shot, better seriously consider steering clear of your government's desperate attempts to get the job done. Summing up, Jim concludes on Friday, events are converging. Everything is happening at once. Narratives are in collapse. Governments may soon commence to fail. Food and critical supplies of parts for things needed to run advanced societies are up next. What will you decide to do about yourself, your community, and your country? Time Freely at Radio underscore Tom Friedley, on Twitter. The Radio Zeitgeist on Facebook, signing off here. Hashtag Radio Radio
1: Zeitgeist Zeitgeist. Global Global Broadcasting Broadcasting Network.
0: Oh yeah, keep watching at Radio underscore Tom for... Bye-bye Howard Stern. You thought you hit Daniel Carver of the KKK from the 80s? As I told a certain consultant now, it's remained nameless. In the information age, you can't hide nothing no more. Bye Howard. Amen.